Money FM 89.3, best of prime time. Eco Money on Money FM 89.3. You're listening to Prime Time on Money FM 89.3, and now it's time for Eco Money, where we bring you the latest in sustainability and finance. Well, according to reports from Deutsche Bank's asset management arm, it is being probed by authorities in the U.S. and Germany following allegations that the firm exaggerated the environmental or social credentials of some ESG-labeled investment products. That's right. So this news has shaken the sustainability investment landscape. But it's important to note that mm-hmm. DWS has issued a statement and said that while it does not comment on questions relating to litigation or regulatory matters, DWS wants to address unfounded allegations being reported in the media on its ESG disclosures. It says that DWS stands by its annual report disclosures. It firmly rejects the allegations being made by a former employee and that DWS will continue to remain a steadfast proponent of ESG investment as part of its fiduciary role on behalf of its clients. Meanwhile, just last week, headlines like Does ESG Investing Actually Make a Difference, which was in Fortune magazine, and the ESG investing industry is dangerous from the Financial Times, followed an article written by the former Chief Investment Officer for Sustainable Investing at BlackRock, which stated that ESG is a dangerous placebo. Now, these articles raise concerns about greenwashing in the industry as we see an abundance of funds flowing towards sustainability as investors look to mix profits with purpose. So the question is, what do investors need to be aware of when it comes to ESG investing and how should they navigate and avoid greenwashing? Well, to help us shed some light on this issue. We're joined now by Associate Professor Lawrence Lowe, Director Center for Governance and Sustainability at NUS Business School. Professor Lowe, thank you so much for joining us. Hello, yes. Hi, Prof. Always good to have you with us. So let's just start off. For those that may not be so familiar, what exactly do we mean by greenwashing? Yes, I think in greenwashing, basically what you're trying to do is to put a positive spin on your product or services so that it can be considered as sustainable. Maybe i give you an analogy. If you consider whitewashing, you are downplaying your dark side, you hide your deficiency, you try to show your good side. So it's just for greenwashing, you want to appear good, sustainable, mm. you are actually you know, trying to look green. And I think just now you mentioned uh, you know, people saying it's dangerous. I think sometimes by trying to greenwash, you even make misleading or false claims. Mm. You know, you, you sometimes you paint the wall green, you put some plants on the outer wall, you call it a green building. You line up your employees in the garden planting trees for a photo op. You say you are green. I mean, so, so this, this is what... Pop it on the front cover of your CSR report. Yeah, because it's what you think people are looking for, right? So that would, you would consider that greenwashing. Yes, yes, that's definitely so. I, I believe uh, things definitely have to be done so that we can control and moderate greenwashing and perhaps you know, uh, some truthful disclosure would be very in line, uh, especially for the investor. Yeah. 
So, Prof, we've seen this news come multiple reports about investigations by regulators in Germany and the U.S. triggered by allegations made by a former global head of sustainability at DWS um, that there is greenwashing. Now, as we mentioned earlier, DWS has said that it stands by its annual report disclosure. It firmly rejects the allegations being made by a former employee and that DWS will continue to remain a steadfast proponent of ESG investing as part of its fiduciary role on behalf of its clients. Now, um, regardless of which way this goes, I mean, looking at the industry, this may have spooked some investors reading those articles. So what are your thoughts on the news? I I think, first of all, uh, the focus so far has been largely on the consumption side. But now this is coming to the investor side and DWS is actually a very, very big one. Uh, Mm. But of course, we have to let the investigation take its course But you can understand that the race to green is something quite intense for many asset managers. Mm. ESG is a new trend. Everyone is jumping, joining the bandwagon, you know. And I think going forward, it's important Mm -hmm. uh, for investors to get access to verification at assurance. Uh, You know, some objective check will be useful. You know, everyone wants to go green. It makes others green with envy. So, you know, we we just need to check. Yeah, Professor, as more firms are rushing into the bandwagon to be environmentally friendly, to be green, are you concerned about, as you mentioned, you know, just greenwashing it, planting trees or painting your building green and putting plants in there considered environmentally friendly? Yes, I think definitely for investors, in fact, uh, the labor report says that one-third of all the assets in this world in the five biggest market are sustainability-based investments. So, so I think that the magnitude is just getting so significant. Mm. Uh, all the more we need to take the problem, take the bull by its horns and, you know, go go for, you know, uh, some, uh, I would say, accurate checking on uh, some of the asset managers who make the claim to be so. We're speaking with Associate Professor Lawrence Lowe, Director, Centre for Governance and Sustainability at NUS Business School. Now, Professor, you mentioned earlier certification. What about regulation? What regulations are in place to safeguard investors and to put in checks and balances and avoid greenwashing within this industry that's, uh, that continues to grow at such a rapid pace? Yes, I think that this is a very uh, key question. Right now, uh, I would say that there's not really specific regulations on greenwashing, mm. particularly on the investment front. Of course, you can rely on all the you know current framework uh, under the existing law, for example, the law of misrepresentation or even forgery, and there are codes in advertise, uh, advertisements, uh, advertising codes in certain jurisdictions like Singapore, but I think going forward, we really need to, you know, nail it down on something that has got to do with sustainability itself uh, for both consumers and investors. I think we, we need to be more pinpointed, uh, you know, uh, do it in a silver bullet way. And at the same time, you know, we, we also can leverage on technology like FinTech to check, to provide information on some of the uh, claims made by uh, various entities, but I think at the end of it all, consumers and investors need awareness and education. Yeah, mm-hmm. come to the universities. We'll train you. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Well, Professor, with so many information going around, though, mm. when, you're, when you're doing your homework and all these things, what should we be looking out for? What should investors look out for? I, I think, obviously, if you look at 
investment product, you can see the telltale sign. And the first thing is, if you can sense that more effort is actually spent on marketing mm-hmm. than making the product good, I think this is the first break uh, oh, flag. Yes. And then you check the claims, and in fact, some, you know, you, the, the, the entities will know how to spin the statistics. Maybe I give you one quick example. Okay. Let's say if you say that if you increase from 1% use of recycled materials to 1.5%, and these are very small numbers, but the company can claim that I have a 50% increase in the use of recycled materials because if you increase from 1% to 1.5%, it's actually 50%. You know? uh, so a yes. simple use, you know, misuse of statistics, you can actually do a lot of uh, misrepresentation. How they spin it. Yeah. So, Statistics you know, I, I out think of context, right? Yes. So the owner is actually on the investor to check, check, check. Mm-hmm. Don't just trust, verify. I see. Do you see this happening within the local market here in Singapore? I think it's universal everywhere, except that maybe here in Singapore, not, not, not because they are less, but I think mm-hmm. uh, we have not reached a certain majority in some of these ESG products as yet. So mm-hmm. the, the data are coming out in the advanced market and I will mentioned Germany, BWS, you know, coming from one of the world's biggest banks, you know, Mm. (laughs) it's just unbelievable. (laughs) But to what extent is this greenwashing, though, in the sense that if it's moving from 1% to 1.5%, technically, it's true that it has increased by 50%. So what would you what would you term or coin as a as a ESG or sustainability linked product? And would that still be counted as a sustainability linked product or fund if it's only at such a a, a minimal mm. increase? Yeah, yeah, definitely. If it's such a minimal amount, it cannot be considered green. Mm. But if you spin it in using the percentage increase, you know, it's just a simple example. I'm not saying this is qualified as green, mm-hmm. but but there are many ways to spin the numbers. Spin the statistics, spin the greenness. You know, there are, there are actually 50 shades of green. But actually, more importantly, you have to see where. No, but I understand you know, what, yes. what you're trying to say, Professor, yes. Yeah. You know, but beyond the 50 shades, there's even one that's even worse. Fake green. Fake green, <laughs> yeah. Green. Which we have to be watching out for, I think, in, in many of these companies, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, so I, I think the, in, in the world going forward, uh, we, we should be looking at all the nuances, all the differentiation. And I think ultimately, consumers, investors will have to be responsible for being able to digest the information. I mean, mm. we, we cannot handhold them. So I think they also have the responsibility to cultivate self-awareness, you know, read up, you know, listen to radio, listen to eco-money, I mean. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Okay. Thanks for that plug, (laughs) Professor. (laughs) Thank you, Prof. Well, thanks for for sharing those insights on this topic. I think it's something that's uh, very important in light of all the headlines that we've seen recently and the fund flows that we're seeing take place into ESG and sustainability investing as well. Prof, thank you again for joining us this evening. It's always a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you. Thank you. We've been speaking with Associate Professor Lawrence Lowe, Director, Centre for Governance and Sustainability at NUS Business School. You're listening to Money FM 89.3. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A W E D I O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.